0: Hey, welcome to this Thursday, the 21st of December. Hey, yesterday was uh, well, a pretty bad down day, but it uh, looks like maybe we got some green ink to bounce off of it this morning. We'll talk about that and more when Dave joins us here in just a few seconds. Before we do that though, let's not forget that uh, in this world we live in, there are so many things that we have no control over. However, you can take control of your investment portfolio by knowing how much risk you have in your portfolio and knowing how much risk you should have in your portfolio. Hey, give us a call, 863-382-0037, to schedule your core retirement analysis. With David, we got him coming up next. Hang tight. Oh.
1: 105.7 Light Air in the Plain White this shop, we call that Casual Day. It's 8:42 here. Time to check in on your money, and I know what the heck happened yesterday on Wall Street. It was weird. Let's go down to Statler Financial Services, very own Philip Statler, who's on the line. Philip, if that was profit taking, we pretty much took our profits yesterday, didn't we?
0: Hey, it was definitely a eye-opening downward movement, and. Uh, if you looked at it at ten o'clock and then looked at it at three o'clock, you were um, had a rude awakening.
1: I was. I, I, I saw the dip, and I was thinking, okay, I obviously missed something yesterday. <laughs> the Dow fell by four hundred and seventy-six <laughs> hey. points yesterday. The Standard and Poor's was down by seventy. That was almost a percent and a half. That was a bigger percentage drop than the Dow. And the Nasdaq was our uh, king. King crud of the bunch. They went down 225 points, down a full 1.5%. And you and I were kind of looking at it yesterday morning and saying it looked like it was going to be a profit-taking day, but they took them all after 2 p.m. We were actually in green ink until about 2, and then the bottom fell out, didn't it?
0: Yeah, it really did. I mean, that's and and for no expected reason. I mean, I can't find anything anywhere that would give us any indication. Uh, I think we came close to the afternoon break. And uh, I think they're looking at Christmas and thinking, okay, let's take a little profit off the table and see what happens. And uh, Uh but we're definitely bouncing back this morning, at least on the futures
1: glad to see that somebody's kid must have needed an xbox or something and the computer trades kicked in yeah yeah actually just for the sake of perspective 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 yeah you look at a 476 point drop in the dow and you say armageddon happened but all we lost and i was looking at a about a 30-day one-month chart all we lost was about eight days' worth of gains. That was about it, which gives you an idea of what a good month it's been so far. S&P and the, uh, and the Dow were both at about uh, about 37.1 for the Dow uh, seven days ago. Standard & Poor's was at just about 4,700 seven days ago. So, yeah, it was an Armageddon-level day, but it was only one week' worth of gains. That was about all. So really, in perspective, it wasn't all that bad month over month, was it?
0: Uh, no, it really hasn't been. And so you know, you got to expect that the the you know that eight nine day run up we had, we we expected something to happen. It was just maybe a little bit bigger than people anticipated.
1: A little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some days you, you just got to laugh because, I mean, you, anybody, that, anybody that bets their life on the indexes day over day probably deserves what they get. and Yesterday, you got what you deserved if you were, if you were stuck in the indexes short term. Uh, talk about sell-offs. I mean, you mentioned it yesterday morning that FedEx had a bit of a miss. They kind of led the parade. Can you believe it? Big company, very successful, great heritage, down 12% in one day. That's one of those OMG experiences in the boardroom, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it really is. I mean, that was, uh, and and I think they they probably took UPS down a little bit with them too. But it, it, hey, it, it it happens, right? You miss, you miss, and uh, you know people start reevaluating your uh, progress and, and what's going to happen in the year to come to start to unload it.
1: Oh, yeah, and you miss in the middle of a sell-off day anyway, and everybody just beats you up double times. The investors had brass knuckles on FedEx yesterday. That was amazing. Kind of brings us up to this morning. First of all, yesterday we got the consumer confidence in. Once again, that was good news. Consumer confidence went up a little bit last month, I gather.
0: It did go up a little bit. Um, You know, it was 102 uh, for November. December is up to one hundred and ten. So that's a pretty nice little little beat from that standpoint. And then you look at existing home sales. They beat um, the prior month. You had three point seven nine million. They were the expectation was for it to go down a little bit. It actually ticked up to three point eight two million. So, I mean, everything looked really, really pretty good.
1: <laughs> investors didn't care any, but that, it was good news yesterday. Gets us up to this morning, and all those little improvement trends that we're talking about pretty much continue this morning. Uh, the usual Thursday first time jobless claims. We had 202,000 first time jobless claims last week. They were expecting 215 off one of my tip sheets. Went up just a little, right direction from the standpoint of the Fed, to 205,000, which is relatively good news. Uh, And uh, then we got a revision on the gross domestic product. And last month when they said 5.2 percent, my bull crud detector went off real loud. Something was wrong with that number. Well, they revised it, and this is not a pleasant surprise for Wall Street, but it does get it back down into the notion of, okay, this might be more realistic. They're now saying the economy grew last quarter at a 4.9 percent annual rate, which yeah, it's still – overly hot for an, a that, for an economy that's going through some uh, consternation, but at the very least it's starting to get a little closer back down into realistic numbers. Wouldn't you agree?
0: I, I think so. I mean, and that was lower than the expectation too. The expectation I had was 5.1, which was down mm-hmm. from the 5.2, but, but I, I think that really is a, a better. I mean, that the number is the number. I mean, I think we got one more, is that the final reading?
1: That's second reading. So we're going to next one. More. Yeah. So we have mm-hmm. one
0: more reading to come, and uh, and we'll figure out what the actual end up being, and then and then we start looking at what did twenty twenty three actually what was it, and we'll find out that about uh, you know March or April next year.
1: Yeah, we had some pretty anemic numbers for the first two quarters of the year. I mean, we were talking about like 1% and 2% growth rates, which kind of, given the state of the economy, made some sense. So a big quarter up will still probably end up giving us, you know, in the range of a 3% number for the year. And that's within the range of reason. And it's about at the point where the Fed would like to see us be. They want to see us do 25 to 3% economic growth. Uh, that 49 is still indicating an overly hot economy, but following up on 1% numbers, it's not a point of great concern, but still, uh, it does give reason for, wait a minute here, we sure haven't toned down the economy very much, have we?
0: Well, that's exactly right. And so uh, it's just one of those numbers the Fed will look at. I don't know that it's one of the main numbers they look at, but obviously they take it into consideration uh, along with that uh, PCE number that they like to look at.
1: Yep, and we'll get the PCE number tomorrow, the personal consumption expenditures number that uh, Jay Paulson talks about being his controlling decision-making number. Between that, though, and the first-time claims on the unemployment continuing to inch upwards slightly, I got to assume there's no reason for the Federal Reserve to change their promise of uh, no more interest rate increases, right?
0: I I would think not. I mean, just based on what uh, we've seen so far and uh, i would think that we would hold steady at this point
1: i would think uh around and about all the mess that was yesterday and all the profit taking <laughs> I, I have trouble calling a 500 point drop profit taking but that really looks like what it was uh we had some reports out as well over the uh, evening and into the uh, pre-market hours this morning i gather carmax came out with a report how did they do
0: they did. Carmax had a had a pretty good uh, quarter. They beat on earnings by about ten cents a share, fifty-two cents, um, and so expectations were that they 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 did well. They also announced that they would resume their share repurchase program, so they'll start buying shares again, um, and so that'll that'll help their price as well. So you got Carmax making a huge jump this morning, Dave, uh, up ten and three quarter percent right now.
1: Whoa waiting yeah. for the other waiting for the other publicly traded car chains to come out of that that could be good news for the sector
0: uh, yeah it really could be uh, then we had a, a chip company micron technology uh, they reported they beat on earnings and on revenue uh, they also gave some strong guidance for their fiscal second quarter uh, that were above uh, analyst expectations they're up a little over seven and a half percent today Wow it's
1: almost yeah. FedEx number FedEx numbers in the other direction.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was trying to see if we had any other. I think that's all that I had on. Now, I, know, I
1: know Nike is supposed to report later on today and Carnival Cruise Lines also expected to report, but I don't think they're out pre-market.
0: No, no, they're not. They They would come out this afternoon.
1: And that could be kind of interesting, too, from a disposable income standpoint, which obviously is important during December. Resetting the table, it was a big sell-off yesterday for no event-related reason, just basically taking a week worth of growth off the table more than anything else. And it looks like it kind of confirms that based upon the futures this morning. What are we doing 45 minutes early?
0: Hey, before I tell you, Dave, I wanted to say the 30-year Treasury is below 4% at 398 Um, yeah yeah so hey on the indexes we got a lot of green ink looking good the dow up um over six tenths of a percent two hundred and forty one dollars the S&P 500 is up seven-tenths. That's like $33. And the NASDAQ 100 up a full one, almost 1.1%, at $175. Let's don't leave the Russell 2000 out this morning. It's up 1%. Uh, so everything's looking really good on that side of the coin. Silver's taking a little bit of profits this morning, down about a third of a percent. Gold's up a quarter. Crude oil heading down. Uh, one and a half percent to $73 and 12 cents a barrel. I think from what I can tell, that's because of Angolia, uh, pushing, pulling out of the OPEC, um, situation. So they're no longer going to be a part of OPEC and that's pushing oil prices down a little bit.
1: That cartel breaks up. It can only be good news for us, right?
0: That's right. Absolutely.
1: Pretty darn much. Looking overseas, the Asian rim market was almost a reverse of what it was yesterday. A little bit of a rebound on the Chinese mainland markets. Some of the uh, markets around this Asian rim are kind of taking some profits. South Korea, Taiwan, Australia are all off by a little bit this morning. Overall, the rim is generally a little bit above the flat line on the strength of Japan, but not by much. Over in Europe, I got a little profit-taking going on as well. Everybody's off, but not by very much. We're looking at hundredths of a percent right now the overall european stock index so not a lot going on over there but it tends toward being one day delayed from what we're doing and just not quite as precipitous i guess would be the proper term uh the whole lot of stuff needs to be done as far as one's financial planning before the end of the calendar year some advice is needed to know what to do right philip how do i find you to be able to make my retirement happen right and optimize it before the end of the year
0: then give us a call to walk through our core retirement design, the number to call is 863-382-0037. And then don't forget, the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730 and 95.3 FM.
1: And one more time before Santa Claus comes tomorrow morning here on Light, you and me together. Fair enough?
0: Fair enough, buddy. Talk to you then.
1: Thank you much. It's one hundred five point seven Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Remember
0: Hey folks, again as we head into this uh holiday. Yeah, tomorrow will be a, not a full day of trading. Uh and so uh but we'll be back here tomorrow morning. Join us then. Take care. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye now.